Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts. Hi, Jim. Um, I was listening to your show several weeks ago, and you said if you have to replace a hot water heater, it's best to get it from a plumbing supply company rather than a big box store. What's the difference in the hot water heaters? Uh, the the working parts inside of the oh the gas or electric. Uh, hookups is where the big difference comes in and sometimes even a little bit in the insulation but it's it's mostly got to do especially on gas ones with the parts that are inside and my easiest explanation is faucets if you go buy a delta faucet at the box stores and you go to a plumbing supply store and buy the exact same model number the box store has plastic parts. The plumbing supply store is all brass. Wow. That's almost scary. Okay. It, it is. Uh, and, and it's not wow. just plumbing parts. I mean, if you buy a John Deere lawnmower, the parts that you get at the box store is different than if you go to a regular John Deere store. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Okay. I appreciate your help. Thank you. You bet, Yvonne. You take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And, you know, they do it because they're trying to sell low price and tons of it. And that's how they do it. They can they, they push and push and push on the suppliers to drop the price. And the suppliers have to start changing the quality of it. So, you and please, don't get me wrong. I go to the box stores as well. You just have to watch what you're getting. Tom, this is Jim. How can I help you? Uh, well, Jim, I run a business, and I'm, uh, I've am i been, you know, ha- having it outside the home, and I'm moving it back into what's the converted garage space. It's pretty well insulated okay. in the window, and um, it's, it's, it's okay, but the space is about 25 by 18 with a, about a 12-foot ceiling. And so it's got quite a bit of uh, of space to fill up there with heat, and um, I th- I think I really need to supplement that heater in the window with uh, something else. And I wonder what you would suggest. You know, since you've already got a, a heater in the window that way, that will uh, start the process for space heaters. I typically like the oil cool the oil register type. It it looks like an old register that would be up against the wall. Right. But it's got oil in it. It works off electric. Uh you don't have the glowing elements that are really running up the electric bill and things like that. Once those oil things heat up, they put out nice comfortable heat. For a long time, for very little energy. All right. Uh, where, where would be a good place to to find those? Actually, the box stores like uh, Lowe's and Home Depot uh, usually at this time of year have them. I see. Well, we got our the, the heater, air conditioner. It's in the window. We got it at Granger, 
and Granger, it's been very good. Granger has them. Yeah. Now, okay. you know, yep. is that a 220 window unit you have? Uh, you know, I, I'm not at the house right now, so I, I can't really tell you about the unit. But my when my son my son bought it, uh, he bought the, uh, a unit that was a lower that had uh, you know put out a lower amount of heat than what I really had asked for. Yeah, and he mistakenly bought it, and it's it's sort of been okay, but boy, it's slow heating up because you got that 12 foot ceiling and. Yep. Uh, that's that's a it's a pretty big space. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I would take uh, a look then at, at one of those oil cool uh, oil ones. Now, again, they're going to take a while to to put out the heat as well. But yeah, I, th- I that's something that you can yeah. just turn down and leave on till the next time you're in there. Gotcha. Okay, Jim. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You bet. Take care, Tom. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Kevin, this is Jim. How can I help you? Yeah, hi, Jim. Uh, I've got a question about watering the foundation. Um, I'm just finishing putting in a sprinkler system, and I've got uh, a a channel uh, um, valve for doing the uh, irrigation of the foundation. But on my house, 60% of the house uh, next to the foundation is dirt. The other 40% is like driveway because it runs alongside the house and the patio. But uh, alongside a lot of it, um, about eight inches off of the house, Uh there's a, I don't know if you call it a weep line or a weep crack or whatever it is, that's wide enough where I can put one of those micro lines in. Is, is no, that no. worth doing, or that? No. What do you think? Now go go outside the patios and driveways and things, just as though they're part of the home. Uh, the concrete oh. acts as a natural moisture barrier, and it'll help maintain that concrete as well as it will the the home's foundation. Ah, okay, okay. Um, I can't do that on one side because then it's right at the property line and I'm trying to get it under the driveway I don't think would be any good. But doing it on one side of the driveway would be worthwhile? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like I say, the concrete's a natural moisture barrier. It, you know, the sun's not be- beating on the soil, so the through, through uh, migration, the moisture will travel and balance out underneath there. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. What, what about on the sidewalk? Is it, you know, because there's a three-foot sidewalk. Is that what, and I've got sprinkler system that hits along there. Typically on a sidewalk, we still run our, our soaker hoses or drip irrigation under it, but we use solid pipe under the concrete, okay. under the sidewalk itself, just to reach the other side and then keep going. Okay, what about um, not underneath, but along it, right? Because the... The, the sidewalk uh, cuts in half the grass area on the front. Okay. Yeah, if you want to run it down the sidewalk, absolutely you can. Okay. Because, again, that's that's that moisture change is what moves all concrete and stuff, and so that would minimize the movement of it. Uh, okay. T- and t- because the sidewalk is so small, 
I really would probably say just run it down one side. I mean, it, it's a three-foot-wide sidewalk. Yes. Yeah, just run it down one side. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Good Good luck with that, Kevin. Hey, hi, Jim. I was driving home listening to your show today, and a caller asked about the difference between buying plumbing fixtures at a plumbing supply company versus big box store, and you explained the difference with fittings being brass versus plastic or some other inferior material. We are getting ready to build a new home and have checked prices at various places, excluding the local box stores, and wondered if you consider build.com another big box store with same type products as the big box stores, plastic parts, or are they more trustworthy? How can you tell when ordering online many things? Well, Linda, the problem is you can't tell online. I want you to think about how many times have you seen something, it looks great, you order it online, it gets delivered, and it's not at all what it looked like online. The material, if it's a, a fabric, the material is different, or um, if it's a tool or something, it, it's it's not as heavy-duty as it looked online. You really can't tell when you when you go online uh, it's one of the reasons I really do recommend you go into a plumbing supply store uh, for your plumbing supplies and different things like that now can you order it online sure then take a look at it if, if you don't like it you can always send it back again uh, but then you're wasting time but the other thing I will tell you you're more than likely going to have a plumber who's going to come in and install all this stuff Specify to him what you want. Let them worry about getting the supplies. Really shouldn't be something you have to worry about. Unless you're building it yourself and actually doing the install of the, of the materials yourself. Um, the contractors that you will get to work with you when you say, we're going to furnish all the materials, I just need you to put the stuff in. You're not going to get the same caliber of contractor who will do that for you as the contractor who's going to take care of picking up the materials and doing it themselves. And it doesn't matter if it's talking the framing, the plumbing, air conditioning, anything on the house. The reason contractors, the good contractors, are going to want to get the materials and do it themselves, they don't want to be held up waiting on something being delivered through the homeowner. Or... They're told that, you know, we got X amount of material there. You get there, and there's not enough to finish the job. Uh, there's just a lot of things that can hold the contractor up. And a contractor has one thing that they're selling, and that's their time and service. And so when they get delayed, that costs them the ability to get on to the next project. So my recommendation would be if you're going to be building the house you're going to have contractors coming out bidding to do the stuff you let them furnish the materials and then you don't have to worry about uh, whether or not something is inferior or not let them take care of it for you one other thing on dealing with contractors you know I was talking with a, another contractor I think Thursday about this if you have a problem with what the contractor is doing you are far better off to hold a conversation, a peaceful, nice, friendly conversation 
with the contractor than you are to get up in their face and start raising heck and and telling them what you're going to do if they don't do this you know basically threatening a contractor i will tell you contractors is an they are an ornery bunch and they will not respond well to that type of aggression against them but if you hold a conversation be nice with them and and they're they're uh you know liking you and all that kind of stuff they will typically bend over backwards to get something taken care of for you now are there exceptions to that absolutely i'm just telling you you're better off though to be nice than you know how's that saying go you're going to get uh more flies with honey than you are vinegar same with a contractor kevin how are you today i'm well jim it's it's great to talk to you i've listened to you for a long time well thank you sir we built our home 20 years ago last month it's a four four and a half three when i built it we ran the black water and the gray water separately then joined them together trying to save money naturally um about eight foot outside the slab okay i'm build i'm building a 60 by 60 building for my father to retire in and i want to split my gray water run it with his gray water his black water with my black water and i am trying to come up with some type of formula on how much gray line do i need obviously when you look on the internet uh, people have complete different dissenting opinions on how much i need <laughs> yes they do and you know what it all comes down to water the flow? soil the soil on your property well, and if that's what you have, uh, you you have great soil for the water to dissipate, and that's really what it comes down to. Uh, you know, if you got you go into the hill country with the rocky soil, they've got to have a lot different lines laid out than what you do when you're in the black gumbo clay versus what you're in. So, as far as the length uh, on a gray water system. I don't have a set standard that it needs to be, but I will tell you when my washing machine was going out into a gray water line, had a 120-foot line, and it wasn't enough for the washing machine and dishwasher. Wow. Okay. Now, well, I, I, was, I was in anywhere. a... That was in I'm a sorry, red sir. clay soil, so that's a little bit different than what you're dealing with. But, you know, the nice thing about these lines... Put in how much you think it needs, and if it doesn't cut it, it's easy to add more. Well, I, what I thought I was going to do is I, you know, one person is far left, one's far right, so I kind of went in the middle. So I came yeah. up with 180 feet with a 10 by 10 drying pit. So, okay. But I don't know. It's trial and error. There is no really <clears throat> good uh, formula anywhere. You are 100% correct. It is trial and error. And here's the other thing that really plays into it hard, the weather. If it's a dry year, you'll be able to use that thing every day and never have an issue. If it's wet, you know, we get into a wet season, your your pit is going to fill with water, which backs up into your drain lines. 
and you you just take one little shower and the thing is backing up. So would uh, you recommend perforated line ninety percent of the way through the pit and then throw about another twenty feet out with the cleanup straight up, or at least I could grab it and go further if I needed to? I yeah, I would I would set it up where you can go further if need to. Uh, let me ask you a, a quick question, though. I mean, sure. realistically, what are you looking at having to spend to put this field in? Oh, uh, anywhere between 12 to 18. I'll do it myself. Okay. I got a track hoe. I got track hoe and gravel truck. And I can, so all that I'm not worried about. I'm just trying to yeah. come up with how much do I need and do it once. <laughs> well, that, well, the reason I was asking that, uh, when you make the switch to an aerobic-type system, that is as close as being on a city sewer system as you can get. And you don't have to worry about all the formulas because it's going to spread the water every time the tanks fill. Yeah. Well, I'm and currently it, on an aerobic, and it's been awesome. I think I'm going to yeah. overload it with the new building with my dad. How many are in the, the original house? Originally, we had five. And that was just me and my wife. And then, uh, but every holiday, I mean, you name it, you yeah. know, our, our family has multiplied. <laughs> you know how this goes. Next thing you know, there's diapers flying everywhere. I'm on I'm one. <laughs> so I, I had, you know, I, I was on septic for years. And it, it ours was always getting overloaded, especially when it rained and stuff. We went to aerobics about uh, eight, nine years ago. And I've had groups at my house of 40 and 50 people and it keeps up got it well when i put our aerobic in instead of a 500 i did a 750 and then a 1000 1000 i don't think so, you'd have an issue at all if you tied into that you're not going to overload it seriously seriously that's a big aerobic system all right there's only well, two of you, you and, my and him and yeah i mean and I honestly, when I changed mine, I moved the washing machine, dishwasher, everything goes into my aerobics now. Okay. All right. Well, because I was told that I was going to overload it, but, you know, I have, uh, what, 2,750 gallon capacity. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think you're going to have an issue at all. Nancy, you had another question. Yes. New construction. Yep. Hiring an engineer. To do soil testing to determine about peers, what is their real job, and what does that do for us? It is it is a must that you do that because what the soils engineer does with that testing is help the design engineer choose the right type of foundation whether it needs piers or not should it be a slab on grade should it be a pier and bean type foundation they give the details so that the best foundation type of soils can be put on it okay do they drill one hole and do the testing if the house is already staked out uh, it it really depends on the lot, but typically no, they're going to do two, sometimes three, but no, all okay. most of the time it's always and, two. And they suggest in their report how many piers and where to place them. 
Now, what they suggest is is uh, how deep the piers would have to go, and if if piers are needed with that type of soil, and then the the structural engineer will design as far as for that foundation layout, how many piers and where they should go. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.